What are you waiting for? Is it because you're scared of failing? Well, guess what? You're already failing at what you're scared of failing at. Your goals are not going to materialize right in front of your eyes, no matter how much positive thinking you do. Consistent daily actions are what bring those goals to life. What is up, everyone? I'm Kyle, and I am the host and founder of the Freedom to Fail podcast and Fail Nation, a community where failing while pursuing our dreams is a positive and taking uncertain chances is celebrated. This podcast is for those who have a dream of starting a business or doing something they've always dreamed of, but have been held back by their fears. Our purpose is to share the unsuccessful stories of successful people so that you can learn how to take the first steps towards achieving your dreams. You deserve to live a life full of freedom and free of fear. Let's do this. All right. What's up, Fail Nation? I am once again in Southern California. Beautiful place. Cannot get enough of it, obviously. Anyway, I know it's been a little while since I recorded a solo episode and I wanted to get back on top of things because one of my goals this year is to be a lot more consistent and provide quality content from me personally, but from all of our guests as well throughout the rest of 2021 and just make this something that is more than just a hobby for me, something that can really become I don't want to say a movement because that becomes cliche, but something that I can really pour my heart and soul into and help as many people as possible and just be somebody and a podcast that people can turn to consistently to be able to get some help or advice or just try and find ways to overcome their roadblocks in life too. So that is one of my goals for 2021 and I want you guys to hold me accountable. So for this episode, I wanted to first off, reflect a little bit on the past 12 months or so on 2020 and kind of the whole crapshoot that it was, basically. There's no better way to say it. It was an interesting ride, but I don't want to only focus on the bad times because there were also a lot of good times. So we will start with the bad times, though, because obviously I think for most people listening here, 2020 was just a wash, a a year that we wanted to forget and just pretend that it never happened in our lifetime. Obviously, first and foremost, COVID. And that's been crazy because through COVID and all the issues that we've had, there have been a lot of issues with unemployment, people losing jobs. That has just been super hard. I mean, for me myself, with my window cleaning company in March and April, two full months, two months during our busy season when we usually are booked solid for spring cleaning, all of that good stuff. In those two months, we did a grand total of three jobs. Like, there's no way that you can support a business, let alone a person, just with three jobs. And so that was something that I really had to deal with and come to terms with and not let that just make me be a someone who only looked at the negative side because in that situation it would have just been so easy for me to just give up and throw in the towel and try and find any other kind of job that would at least show a little bit of stability but lucky for me I was able to still keep going strong through all that with my desire to own a business and to be able to run it successfully because March and April sucked May June, July were a little better, not much, but it's been crazy how since then we've been able to really gain a lot of traction 
And that is not all by me by any means. I was able to make some really important hires for people to work around me and really help me achieve the results that we are looking for with my company. And so with their help and their efforts, we've actually been able to end the year doing one of the best fall and winter seasons that we have ever done. And that's in spite of having a global pandemic that at the beginning of the year shut us down completely. So that was one of the blessings that I had this year. Obviously, one of the difficulties was not being able to travel. And for those of you that know me, I definitely am someone who loves to travel. I've been to over 30 states. My goal is to get to all 50 of them before I'm 35. I've been to a handful of other countries, and last year I was planning on going to visit a couple other countries as well, but (laughs) I actually had one trip planned to go out of country for March 13th through the 20th, I think. And if those dates don't ring a bell, they should, because that was when the entire country of the United States basically got shut down. So obviously that trip did not happen. And I was super bummed about that. Still am, because I was really looking forward to going with all my best friends and experiencing just a lot of cool things in another culture and good food and all that stuff. Because travel is just a way for me to escape and kind of get on top of things again, just get my head on right and regroup and refocus for once I get back. And that's something that I've always looked forward to. So 2020 was a real struggle for me in that case because I couldn't do a lot. But again, it just comes back to making do with what we have. And in that situation, there's two things. I could have complained, which I did a lot. I'm not going to pretend I didn't. I could have complained the entire time about how I could never go anywhere, couldn't do anything, and how 2020 sucked, and that it was just the worst year ever. But in that situation with traveling, because I know how much traveling does for my mental state, I knew that I needed to get creative and I knew that I needed to find ways to still be able to travel safely and to still be able to experience those joys. So in August, I took a solo vacation just by myself to San Diego, which is my favorite place in the world. And I spent a long weekend there and just really use that as time to regroup. I spent time on the beach by myself, but that in and of itself, even though San Diego is not this foreign exotic land or anything, it still was able to become a place where I could just focus on what was going on around me and come up with a game plan of how I was going to use this to be better and to not use this as an excuse to not reach my goals. Because I think that's what a lot of us did in 2020. We said, oh, I'm not reaching my goals right now. Oh, I'm not having as much success as I want in life right now. But it's because of COVID. It's because I can't travel. It's because people are so freaked out about this coronavirus. And there was so much blame on coronavirus from both me and from those around me as well. And from everyone that I talked to, to a certain extent. And it just makes it hard to really become accountable for reaching our goals when we blame something for everything that goes wrong in our lives, you know, for every difficulty that we've had in our lives. It doesn't help us grow as a person. 
And I've talked about this in the past on another episode as well, but one of the things that I really try and do is to take accountability for everything in my life, for the things that go right, as well as for the things that go wrong, whether it be because of an error or a stupid mistake that I made or something that I don't control. I still try and take accountability for those situations and try and plan for the worst case scenarios. And COVID was a really big test for me on that because with my window cleaning company, that could have been, well, that was a big, big thing for me at first. I was blaming COVID for struggling financially for all of these things. But in reality, who was the one that didn't have a solid nest egg? That was me. I wasn't putting money away in times when I was doing well to prepare for these bad times and these hard times. So when they came, of course I was going to struggle because I wasn't prepared. And yes, COVID is not something that I control. But at the same time, I wasn't prepared for this situation. Like we should prepare for uncertain situations in life by preparing for the worst. Now, it doesn't mean becoming skeptical or a pessimist by any means. What it means is just recognizing that, oh, hey, I have all these goals for life to go right And that's going to be really good. But I also know that life will go wrong. And so you just have to be prepared for that. It doesn't mean, again, that you are a pessimist by any means. What it just means is that you are preparing for everything. And I feel like I hear a lot of people misinterpret the word realist. When people are pessimistic, a lot of times they'll say, oh, I'm just a realist. But that's not the case. Being pessimistic means you don't hope that life is going to be better. Being a realist is recognizing that life will be hard, but things are going to get better and things will be good in life too, in spite of all the difficult things that we go through. So there's a big difference between being a pessimist and being a realist. And that's one thing that we need to recognize is that being a realist means that we prepare for the bad, and we work towards the good. So that is something that I failed at in 2020, was preparing for the bad. So that's one of the things that I'm really working on right now is moving forward, reaching my goals that I have, these lofty ambitions that I have. But while I am planning for those big goals, I also am preparing myself for any setbacks that will come along the way because I'm not stupid enough to believe that it's just going to be perfect all right from the start. I mean, that's the whole point of this podcast is talking about how you have to go through failures to be able to reach your highest potential. So that's one thing that I really want to ingrain in your minds is just prepare for situations like COVID, but still plan and work towards the best case scenario. That kind of leads me into a transition of what I wanted to talk about, which is obviously New Year. A lot of times we have these New Year's resolutions, all these goals that we want to achieve this year. And goals are great because you have to have a a vision in life. You have to have a roadmap of where you want to go. Otherwise, you are just going to go wherever life takes you. But goals aren't anything. Goals don't mean anything. It's just what you would hope to accomplish in life. What matters more are plans that you make with those goals and following through with all of them. So 
yes, I know that the majority of people, they'll make some sort of New Year's resolutions of these goals that they want to achieve. They want to lose 30 pounds. They want to travel the world. They want to make a million dollars or whatever that, that may be. But what most people don't do is come up with a step-by-step plan of that. They don't come up with the system to reach that goal. They don't sit down and say, okay, I want to lose 30 pounds. So what that means is that I have to track what I eat, monitor what I eat. And then on top of that, I have to go to the gym five times a week. And I commit to following this diet for, I'm going to use for an example, keto, because that's what I do a lot. And when I do it successfully, then it really has made a difference for me. So they don't come up and say, I'm going to do keto. I'm going to do the cyclical keto diet where my weekends I can carb load and get ready for the hard work that I have to put in the next week and go to the gym also five days a week as well. They don't have those specific set plans. They don't say, with keto, I am going to meal plan every Sunday night what I'm going to eat in that week and then grocery shop on Monday to make sure I have those ingredients to make those that food. And I'm also going to buy these quick keto-friendly snacks or meals because I know that sometimes things happen and we aren't going to have time to make food, but I still need to eat. So in order to resist falling and eating something that doesn't follow keto, I'm going to make sure that I'm prepared so that when something wrong happens with my schedule, I still am going to get the nutrition that I need while sticking to this plan that is going to eventually help me lose that 30 pounds, whatever that may be. There needs to be a lot more detail-oriented planning that goes on with reaching our goals. And so one thing for me that I do is every year, obviously, I do yearly planning. I have my goals that I want to accomplish that year. And I do that in four categories. And that is personal, physical, professional, and financial. So those are the four ones right there. Personal could be anything to do with relationships or personal growth or spiritual. Then physical, obviously, comes down to with health, with our bodies, how we are treating it. It can be things to do with like yoga, um, losing weight, eating healthier, spending time outside in nature, just all of those kind of goals that you want. Also in personal as well, one thing that I forgot that I would really mention is always make goals to establish hobbies and to really grow your hobbies and your talents outside of the areas where you are professionals in because you have to always have something fun to really focus your life. That's what I've found for me. So the third category is professional and that's obviously work-related. So make goals for just what you want to accomplish with your professional growth and not as far as promotions per se or things like that, but make them for things that you are wholly in control of, whether it be mastering how to edit a podcast, for example, mastering how to do X task for your job, but just making things that you can control on that as well. And then obviously financial, whether it be earning potential that you want to achieve, X amount in your savings that you want to have, X amount to invest or to donate or to do whatever that may be with your finances, that's what it should be. 
So those are the four groups that I work in, personal, physical, professional, and financial. And I always will make plans based on all of those and make goals based on all of those. And then what I do as well is, I've mentioned this in the past, but there's a book called The 12-Week Year. And that's one thing that I would really, really recommend to all of you out there is to buy that book. It really talks about how to break down these big goals that are yearly goals and how to break them into pieces that are more manageable every three months, every 12 weeks. This is how you do it to make sure that you are achieving the goals that you want in a week or achieving the goals that you want in a year. Because a year seems so far away and it seems like you can procrastinate and just wait and you'll still be able to reach those goals. But obviously you all know that if you wait until August or September or October, which is the case for most of us, we look back and we say, oh, the end of the year is in a few months. I am not going to reach any of these goals. And it's funny with that example, because if you think about it, October, November, December, that's three months, that's 12 weeks. That's usually about the amount of time when we start feeling pressure to accomplish the goals that we have. 12 weeks is close enough where we feel that stress and that pressure of knowing we can't put this off any longer. We have to start making these steps because otherwise 12 weeks is going to be here as soon as possible. But it also gives us enough time to still do a lot of work and accomplish those goals that we need. So that's why I love the 12-week year. I highly recommend that you buy it. I'm going to I'm going to leave a link to that book in the description of this podcast so that you guys can check it out and just really read about the system that it creates. But even if you don't do that, then just still set plans for 12 weeks. So say this is what I want to accomplish this year. Now for the first 3 months, this is what I'm going to do to set myself up to accomplish that. And then what you do is you don't just have those goals, you set those day by day plans that of action that you're going to take to be able to reach that. So that's what I would say when it comes to yearly planning, make those goals, but also make those daily specific plans and do them in 12 week increments. So the beginning of the year or whenever you listen to this episode, plan for 12 weeks ahead. And then once 12 weeks comes, you make a new plan for 12 weeks. And then you do that over and over again. And that way you'll start seeing these results that are going to add on top of each other over and over. And you'll find that most of the time you're going to reach more in the first 12 weeks than you would in the entire year previously by doing it the old-fashioned way. Just because you have that motivation to work forward and you don't have that procrastination because you already know that you don't have time to waste. And then the last thing on top of that too that I would say with planning, with goal setting, whatever the case may be, is you have to always make it memorable. And what I mean by that is it has to be something that is always on your mind. So you can't just set it and forget it. It's not an alarm. It's not anything like that. What I would really recommend is write it on a place where you will see it every single day, whether that be a three by five index card and you keep that in your pocket and you look at it every single day. You tape it on top of your planner that you carry so that you look at it every single day when you pull that out. Or my personal favorite, you make that list on your phone, screenshot it, and then set it as your screensaver. So that way, every time you pull out your phone, you see, oh, these are the goals that I have. These are the plans that I'm 
promising myself that I'm going to take to be able to reach it. So that is one thing that is necessary, whether it be on paper or digital Just make sure that you are looking at those goals and plans every single day because that way you can also hold yourself accountable by recognizing that I don't have time to waste and by recognizing and remembering that, oh yeah, I did promise myself this. I can't just make the excuse that I forgot about it because I'm literally looking at it every single day. So I challenge all of you, if you haven't already made your plans for the year or your goals, go through and set them for those four areas personal, physical, professional, and financial. And then just really make sure that you are looking at those, all those every single day. Now, I know that we are already the middle of January and it's already been a very interesting year to say the least, continuing the results of 2020, basically. It's been kind of a mess. So if you have already failed on a few of your New Year's resolutions, it's not too late. It's time to recommit. We need to stop saying, I'm going to wait until Monday, or I'm going to wait until the beginning of next month, or next year, until I start again. That is a loser's mentality. That is the mentality of somebody who does not get things done. And that has been my mentality this year as well, especially with physical, with my physical goals of being able to be more in shape and healthier. I have made that same mistake, and I've even said that to other people around me. So I have been failing with that resolution. So it's time for me to restart. And it's time for you guys all to restart too. Take a look at your plans that you've made. And if they're not going as well as you hoped, then it's time to recommit now. Create a 12-week plan. Write it down. Look at it every single day. And then do it. It's really that simple. What are you waiting for? Is it because you're scared of failing? Well, guess what? You're already failing at what you're scared of failing at. So that's not the excuse. Your goals are not going to materialize right in front of your eyes, no matter how much positive thinking you do at all. That's not how life works. You can't visualize things into existence. And this is coming from me, someone that believes in the law of attraction, but it's not just about thinking it into existence. Consistent daily actions are what bring those goals to life. So that is what I want from all of us is just consistent daily actions. Make 2021 the best year ever. Stop blaming 2020 for not reaching your goals because yes, 2020 sucked in a lot of ways, but there's also a lot of things that you could have done and you should have done to be able to prepare for it and also to react better in the face of all those difficulties that we had. So really, whose fault is it if your 2020 was not as positive as it could have been? It is yours because you are the only one who controls your outlook on things. Yes, you probably got slapped and beaten down over and over and over like I did. And I'm not saying that 2020 was a great year for me or that I really enjoyed it at all. But that's because I wasn't in a right mental state for that. So I just wanted to make this podcast episode today to really focus on, number one, being accountable and not blaming external situations about problems that we are dealing with in our lives, because that's the easy way out. But the right way is to look deep inside of you and recognize the mistakes that you made that you should have done differently, and then make those plans and those goals to be able to be better prepared for the future when that happens, and to reach your full potential and reach your goals as well. So the action plan right now is, number one, 
Stop blaming external situations for bad problems and situations that you find yourself in. Take ownership of them. Find ways to get out of them. And then make those goals and those plans that you want to have the best life possible. By the 12-week year, put those systems into place. Make those specific plans for 12 weeks at a time. No more, no less. And then record it and look at them every single day, whether it be on that index card or just on your phone screensaver. Just make sure you're always looking at it. And then take those daily actions and be consistent because that is where most people fail. They start by doing the little things every single day that will help them reach their goals, but then they stop. And what's the difference between Michelangelo and you? Sure, Michelangelo is this incredible artist who made all these great paintings and sculptures and everything like that, but you can also be the next Michelangelo. All it takes is that daily effort. He didn't get where he was just because he was born with this incredible gift that nobody else can have. He went to work day in and day out. He spent hours and hours and hours of work every single day to refine his craft. So that's you. You can be the next Michelangelo in your field. You just have to put that daily effort in every single day, day after day after day after day after day, and just be consistent and be accountable to yourself and to others. So that's my episode for this week. And going along with that, like I said at the beginning of this episode, I want you guys to help me be accountable too, because I have not been reaching my Michelangelo potential with this podcast because I haven't been as consistent as I would like. So again, if I'm not posting an episode every single week, then you guys need to reach out to me and let me know. And I'll tell you what, to make this a little more interesting and to put my money where my mouth is, every Monday that I don't release a podcast episode, I want any of you guys that remembers it to reach out to me on Instagram. It's just at Kyle Bringhurst and send me a message and let me know if I don't release a podcast that day. Because if I don't, I will send you guys each $5 on Venmo. I need you guys to be able to keep me accountable too. So that's why I'm going to do this because I want to reach my goals and I can't do that without being more consistent and being more reliable. So I'm asking for your guys' help in keeping me accountable. So do that. And next week, you guys are going to hear an episode that I recorded with this guy who is just awesome, super good entrepreneur, was on Shark Tank this most recent season, and he is just crushing it. And it's going to be a really, really great episode. So until then... Keep failing your way towards achieving your dreams. We'll see you next Monday.